Hello, my name is Amy, and I unironically love the 2003 movie The Italian Job. Welcome to the podcast, Can You Take My Shift? This podcast is about bonding with your coworkers about how much you hate your job. So, since the tables have turned this week, Kelsey, can you take my shift? Well, see, I promised you I'd watch The Italian Job, but I haven't seen it on any streaming services, so, like, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna be searching for it for three hours and probably get five viruses on my computer, so you can see I'm very busy. And I'm gonna call you out on that BS of a lie, Missy. It is available to watch on Netflix. (laughs) That's where I watch it. (laughs) So take that. (laughs) Then you can take my shift. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, welcome back to the podcast. It has been a rough week for the two of us. So since it's been a crummy, crappy, good old rainy week, I think we're just going to get into the bread and butter. Yeah, from more restrictions to finishing school to work to weather, whatever. This week, we just changed it up a little bit so we didn't have to self-deprecate, <laughs> listen to ourselves talk, you know, get really sad. We brought in someone to talk to to make things more fun and interesting. Exactly. So instead of complaining for an hour... We have a lovely interview. So today we have a very special guest with us. My dear friend, my ex-co-worker, ex-roommate, ex-lover, who knows? Camille, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to have you here with us today. So I want to take a call back to the very first episode of the podcast. I asked Amy, what was her first impression of me? What was Mm. your first impression of me? Because you've known me longer. Um, my first impression of you, I feel like I didn't quite know what exactly to think. I was like, either this girl is hella shy or she's kind of a stuck up bitch. Uh, wasn't really sure. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. That's a really good, that, yeah, that, that, that kind of sums her up just kind a of little like, bit. Yeah. <laughs> you like initially were very like kept to yourself and you weren't going to say anything unless spoken to initially. And you're kind of like, okay, what's this girl's deal? But that's also because you're new, right? So you're nervous. Yeah, no, it was it was a new job. Like I was like very shy because my first impression of you was very different. I remember I was like my second or third shift. For some reason, there was a pizza party going on. I don't know. They just had pizza. And they're like, oh, like, take a piece of pizza if you want. So I grab a piece of pizza and I'm standing there. And then you look at me and go, you know, you can sit down. I mean, like, you were the weirdo standing in the corner eating your pizza. So yeah, man, that's on you. Like, just go sit. (laughs) Don't be weird. Go sit. True. So so how Camille and I met was, so I was... Oh, God, how old was I? I was 19. I had moved back to Vancouver. I was going to acting school and I got a job at a drugstore and you were my you're my superior. Yeah, I, I was a supervisor, which is like I opened and closed a store basically meant that I could open and close. And when a manager wasn't there, I had to take all this shit. Uh, yes. Yeah. You had to take all that shit for those couple extra bucks. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Those $3 meant you dealt with the worst of the worst. Oh, God. So much stuff went on in that drugstore. It was legitimately probably like $8 for the record. It was not that much of a race. It was definitely <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. The amount of times I called you, well, for only a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So, so I want to talk about first of all, like we we can get into the job a little bit later, but let like okay. let's talk about how we became friends because I think our friendship had a wild little beginning. It did. Our our friendship anniversary is actually next month. Oh, it is. Oh, that's exciting! Happy anniversary! Ooh, Early anniversary. I don't know how many months or how many years. 
how many years? Because well, well, I what was it? I was nineteen. So, oh my God, are we are we putting up on our fifth or sixth year anniversary? We're so old. Don't age us, okay? Don't tell people how old I am. True. We're we're <laughs> we're both twenty one. No. So how we became friends? Because we were friendly. Because when we started work, because we when I started working there, we were we were quite friendly. Like I mean, once you got over the initial, oh, this bitch is like either stuck up or shy. Once I grew. <laughs> Because I started in October, so it did take us like a while to get like used to each other. I remember the Christmas party. That was like when we first started getting a little bit more comfy around each other. Do you remember the Christmas party? A little bit. I mostly remember our fellow co-worker and friend at the time who came and having a whole conversation with her boyfriend about how he showed up to an Asian restaurant to get stir fry and he's really deathly allergic to peanuts but he does not carry an EpiPen and everybody being like why don't you have an EpiPen if you will die if you eat a peanut like I'm pretty sure it was like Thai food it was like there are peanuts man oh my god yeah yeah no I remember that too and we we're both like what and they also too hadn't they like they had broke up got back together like two or three times since we like worked there because I know they're engaged now but <laughs> I'm not sure did they break up I felt like they were no, pretty they- consistently together no, they did break up at one point because I remember they were going to get back together. And she's like, what do I get him for Christmas? And I was like, okay, if you're possibly going to break up again, the best thing to get him for Christmas is something that he will no longer have in six months. Right? Because if you think you might break up in the future, like you want to get them something that they're not going to have forever. Right? So you don't get them like a sweatshirt or like an Xbox. I don't know. What other things do men like? I don't know. Like, or do you want to get them something so that they think of you every day after you're gone and be like... I messed up, man. Leave the lingering memory of you behind. Yeah. Or you could be like me and you give them an expensive watch and then when you break up, go, I want it back. (laughs) And then you sell it. I mean, yeah, pawn it, man. Whatever works. Exactly. No, so for the Christmas party, you and I talked about going to, was it it was a drag show or strippers? It was one of the other. I think it's because there was a, where we were having the dinner, there was a, like a topless bar, not very far from there. Right. And you were trying to convince me to go because you were with your roommate and I was with my roommate's girlfriend for some reason because I could bring a plus one, but I didn't want to bring his roommate, but I liked his girlfriend. So I brought her with me. (laughs) Why not? Yeah, no, she was very nice. Yeah, they're no longer together anymore. (laughs) I think we know why, because you're moving in on his territory. You were like, hey, girl, (laughs) be my plus one to this dinner work date. Yeah, exactly. So like that's when we started to become friends. But when we really become friends and what we consider our anniversary is when. So I was going to acting school. And so I like I I hate what do you call? Oh, you call me a self-loathing brunette. Yeah, you are another really good. Yeah. The (laughs) amount of times I've known Kelsey or I've known Kelsey for a while now. And every time I want to dye my hair, I'm going to go full blonde. And then every time she goes the hairdresser, the hairdresser's like, you're not going full blonde and talks her down off for a little bit. And now she's finally talked down again yeah. from going full blonde. Yeah, you're 100% self. <laughs> okay, but this is, is the, it the money <laughs> or okay. is it that your hair is compromised? It's the money. Okay. So, okay. So, but this was the first time I ever blonde. So Mm -hmm. I was, I was sick of like, there was another brunette girl in my acting class who looked like, who looked, there's always been another brunette girl who's been another, who looks exactly like me, like same height, same build, like same hair. So from behind people would get us mixed up all the time. So I was sick of it. I was truly sick of it. So one day when I was stalking the hair dye at the drugstore, I was like, hmm, reading the back, hmm, reading the back. And then all my mind could think was, do it. 
Just so I uh, bought a box of bleach, went home. Bleach. I'm sorry. Did you buy one box of bleach for all of your hair? You had so much hair. I got hair almost out to my butt at this point. Kelsey. So I took this box of bleach home, bleached my hair at 11 o'clock at night, stared at myself in the mirror, went, I was like, oh no, went to the, went to the closest store nearby. I think, I think it was a grocery store, grabbed a thing. Oh, a bottle of purple shampoo. Cause I had to tone it, but it was like that cheap purple shampoo. That's like got like one drop of purple in it. Mm-hmm. Got a bottle of wine and was just like, I'm okay with this decision. <laughs> and then I show up to work the next day. Oh God, I can't even remember what you said to me. I don't even remember what I said to you. I just remember being in total like I was cringing for you. Or I was like, what happened? I feel like it was probably something along the line of like, let me take your hand and we will fix this together. Oh, it was so bad. So the top was yellow. I had also missed two spots both behind my ears. So they were like circles of brown. And then the They're bottom big too. And the bottom was orange. And then I remember our manager going. The one who liked me, not the one who didn't like me. The one who liked me went, her hair looks nice. <laughs> you paused. <laughs> that's, that's anytime someone's like, you look as uh, nice. All I can think of is like, you paused, you hesitated. Yeah. You don't like it. <laughs> oh, so no, you grabbed me and you're like, okay, we're going to fix this. It's fine. We're going to fix this. It was really bad. Oh, uh, no. So you're, because I remember you're like, do you want to go like, do you want to go red? Like you were trying to get me to any color, but I was like, no, blonde. Like I've committed, like I want to be a blonde. And you tried, I think you tried because I'd been cherry red before. And you're like, cherry red would look nice on you, which I know it would. But for some reason, I was just like, I need to be a blonde. It's what's in your heart. Exactly. So Camille picks up. She's like, we're getting this bleach, this dye. And then I go to your house that night. We actually found out we lived like only like three blocks away from each other. I think I went to your house because I remember your giant ass tub. Oh, yeah, you did go to my house. Oh, I missed that tub. I lived in student housing with this giant clawfoot tub. Oh, so nice. But anyways, so you you fixed my hair. I, I will admit it was not perfect at the end of it. It was still probably more yellow than it should have been, but it was a vast improvement. It was it was probably a lot better than what Kelsey had attempted to do. Oh, no, it was 100% better. <laughs> and then when I went to, because we all did this, we did this all in one weekend. So I showed up for class on the Monday. And my friend saw me from behind and was like, who is this bitch? And I turned around and she's like, hi. And she's like, oh my God, when did Barbie get here? <laughs> no, I look like Barbie. No, I've seen a couple photos. And then I think you had a headshot where you were No, blonde. yeah, I had headshots with I blonde. I remember showing the headshot of me blonde to this guy I like kind of liked in Florida who turned out to be an absolute jerk. And I was like, curious. I was like, what do you think of this photo? Because we were talking about hair colors. And he's like, why are you showing me a picture of like a skinny Rebel Wilson? And I was like, that's me. I mean, like, that's legit a compliment, though. She's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. She's absolutely adorable. But was like, I was like, I don't look that different. I mean, you do. I would say that you do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hair color can change a lot. I'm yeah. Sure. Like, I looked very different when I had my pink hair. Like, I looked like a, a really, really tall 12-year-old. <laughs> and now with my um, weird blonde gray hair, people are like, woman of mystery? Who's that? Like, I get so many people just being like, wow, like, so interesting. But it, like, in a way that I know they're not being like, oh, yeah, interesting yeah. in a way of like, yeah, like, nice. And I'm like, yes, hello, it is yeah. me. But anyway, continue. You're just projecting sophisticated woman who knows what she wants. And they're like, what are you about? 
Absolutely. I just need yeah. to now feel that on the inside. <laughs> Let's put those in there. Yeah. Well, no, we've so all dyed our hair so many colors because I've seen because me like since I've co- known Camille, I have been I have been ginger. I have been blonde. I have been dark red. I've been strawberry blonde. I've been purple. Now I'm currently like with like an ombre blonde. But you have been so many things different, too. Me? Yeah, you. Sorry, I wasn't sure if you were talking to Amy or me. Um, no. Yeah, no, no I've had tons of different hair colors. Yeah, because you were, at first, I think you were, did you have black hair when I first met you? It was either dark brown or black. It was probably really dark brown. I tend to go through periods of being like, I'm going to change my hair color every two months. And then I'm like, it's time to be a brunette for a while because I ruined my hair. Fair, fair. <laughs> so, so we worked at this drugstore for... I want to say four or five months together and I definitely once I learned that you lived like a couple blocks away from me I started like just always coming over to your house like you and I are like the you know like the Disney Channel trope where you just like open the door and be like hi I'm here that was you guys Oh, it was 100% us. Like, she, like, later on when we moved in kind of together, she she made the mistake of giving me a key to her house. Yeah, she legit stole my salsa at one point. And I was like, where's my salsa? And I text Kelsey. And she's like, I'll bring it right down. And I'm like, when did you come into my house? Because I've been sleeping all morning. So I was like... Burglar. Yeah, kind burglar. of. It's like, how did you get in here without me hearing you? A little unsettling. For, for once in my life, I was sneaky. But so, okay, so back to the drugstore. So we worked there. And then something happened and I came in for work one day. You and I were talking. Our manager looks at me weird and then they let me go. So I'd never been fired by from a job before, but I was fired from that job. And didn't you like, didn't you accuse one of the managers of doing something? I don't remember if I'm being totally honest. It feels like a really long time ago. No. Yeah, no, I remember this was so many years ago because I texted you thinking like, I was like, oh my God. Did my friend betray me? <laughs> well, because I texted. <laughs> well, no, because like we had been talking away before my shift started. They also like waited from like I got there a half an hour early too. They fully waited for my shift to start. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the one time I ever got written up at work, I was in the back room ten minutes early. My manager didn't say anything to me, and then as soon as I clocked in, he yeah. was like, "Here's this slip you need to f- sign." And I was like, "I've been sitting here for fifteen minutes. Like, what the heck?" So like I'm on the bus home, and I was like texting Camille, like, "Oh my god, did you know?" Because, like, that would have been, like, a betrayal if you knew it was happening and had just been, like, talking me away. Mm-hmm. No, I feel like the only people who are, like, in the know in that case was, like, the actual store manager and the owner. I don't think. Because I was there for a few people getting fired and I never knew. Okay. Until it happened. <laughs> No, like afterwards, I was like, of course you wouldn't know because like we were, I felt like we were close enough that you would have been like, okay, listen, this is what's going to happen. Just don't come in. Just give your notice. (laughs) Well, though, too, like, because there's a difference. though. if you get fired, they have to pay you for the rest of the week. If you quit, they don't. Do they? If you're like on an hourly wage, like if you're not on salary? Yeah, I don't know. Because they paid me for the rest of my shifts. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Maybe it just depends. True. Yeah. No, so so I got let go, and then so we we were living. So I I ended up getting a job because we were living in New West, and then I get ended up getting a job in Burnaby. So I was like commuting from New West to Burnaby for a month until I moved in with roommate number one and crazy roommate number two into a house in the upper floor and then they had a basement suite so like our land like the landlord who we had lived with then we got along quite well she actually randomly she because you know how she messaged you camille the other day 
or like a yeah. week ago. She messaged me too about her the place. That might have been because I mentioned you were back in town. Yeah, she's like, "Hey, heard you're back in town," and then she's and she's like, "Do you know anyone who want to rent this?" And I was like, "Oh, like." It's a bit outside my budget, but I'll let anyone know. And then she's like, how are you? And I was like, I'm good. I'm just in school. How are you? And she's like, I am tired. <laughs> Fair. She's having baby number two. Having baby number two. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Because I remember when we lived there, she was like, oh, I don't want kids for a while. Now there's two. God. Yeah. No. I don't know if I'd want to live underneath two babies i mean like I, i've done it and i don't want to ever do it again yeah. yeah no thanks so we moved to burnaby so when they like found this house we i the top floor was three bedrooms and then the basement it was two bedrooms so i lived in there with roommate number one and two and then after they, you stole it from an old couple yes i did steal it from an old couple well i didn't steal it a <laughs> joke that i stole this house from an old couple she just liked me a lot more than she liked the old couple and the old couple was like we want cable oh what's like, cable exactly right so i, I was old like, people i was like i don't need cable i don't use cable but the old couple were like apparently like adamant about cable so they gave it to us because she really liked me and i didn't want cable <laughs> She's like, do you want cable? And you're like, I'm okay without it. And she's like, you got it. Take it. Here's your key. So we moved into this house. And then a couple months later, you and your roommate moved into the basement suite because the landlord liked you guys, liked us, and she wanted us to get along. So she was like, oh, if these two move in, like, they'll be fine. Yeah, she actually held it for a month. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's unusual. Yeah. I don't know. Just like Camille's really likable. <laughs> I'm a desirable tenant. True, you are. You're a very good tenant. So we moved. So we moved into this house. It was a five bedroom house altogether, but the suites were separate. And then that was interesting because one of my roommates was was a dude who was like we were friends, but he was also one of the messiest people on earth. And then my other roommate was one of my best friends until like you know how like some of your friends you think you can live with, and some of friends like you and I we live together. Ab and I live together perfectly. Yeah. But this girl who I thought was one of my best friends turned out to be an absolute psycho. And I would never call a woman crazy unless she fully deserves it. I think she fully deserves it. What do you think, Camille? She was very unreasonable. Mm. Yeah. So we, so our rents were separate, but we had to split the hydro. And your roommate was in charge of the hydro. And to know why this room, my, why my roommate was crazy. So your roommate was like, here's how much the hydro is. And my roommate asked for her 25 cent change. Oh, yeah. She'd ask for like her nickel back. And you'd be like, really, girl, let me find a nickel. Yeah. 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 If like if 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 hydro was 19.95 each, she'd count her 20 and be like, where's my nickel back? Good Lord. Get over it. And then also, or she would go like weeks without paying it too. And she had the audacity to ask for a nickel. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, this 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 girl sound crazy. Yeah. No, no, thanks. Also, too, when we moved into this place, our landlord said it was completely soundproof. No, you could hear this girl stomping around upstairs. Oh, honey, it was you too. <laughs> no, was it? It was just her. Sure, Jan. Sure. <laughs> there was some uh, late night uh, boot stomping coming down the hallway. Oh, and who do we know who loves to wear boots <laughs> on this podcast? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, no. Okay, but the reason why. So, 
we ended up having keys to each other's apartments to call back to me stealing the salsa is because so I kept forgetting my key and you could like my roommate you could bang on the door but he would be wearing like headphones all the time so he could be home you'd be banging on the door like let me in and he just would not come out of his room Mm -hmm. so we had this window in the bathroom that was like right above the right above the the tub that you could just barely get your body in god so like i remember a couple times because i was like because camille your roommate was taller than me and skinnier than me so she was able to shimmy in that window she is very athletic she's an athletic lady yeah so like anytime i got locked up because i just i i'm not like I am short and I am I am not as skinny as she was. So she could just fit through that window. So I'd come downstairs and be like, I'm locked out. Roommate number one is not letting me in or no one's home. So she would literally shimmy through this window because the only reason we could still get in is because roommate number one would always leave the window open, even though how many times I told him to close the window. Yeah. Right? Because we don't want to break anyone, break into the house. But again, to her, I think five or six times I had to break into my own home or she had to break in my own home. The, the, the neighbors only noticed once. <laughs> Well, that's good. Yeah. So we made each. So I gave I gave Camille a key to my upstairs, and then you gave me a key to downstairs to stop it. A privilege which you abuse. Yeah, I was a Disney Channel character. I hundred percent abused. Okay, well, first I started abusing it because you had a microwave and I didn't. <laughs> this is true. I remember you fully just like coming down, being like, "I'm gonna use a microwave," and using it, and then going like, "Bye, have a good night," and going upstairs. Third, microwaves aren't that expensive, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. The problem was is my roommates would not were not willing to chip in on one. Oh. But they want like they wanted to use they wanted one. But they weren't willing to split it three ways. Oh, that's sucky. That's not fair. Yeah. So that was the problem was anything with the two of them is they'd want something, but they weren't willing to split it. So we didn't even get it. We got a microwave finally when when Camille, your roommate, her work site was going to throw this perfectly good (laughs) microwave in the garbage. And she was like, do you want it? So that's how we got a microwave because they were literally just going to throw it in the garbage. Well, there you go. I know pays to know someone true so i stopped using but then also too because i would come down all the time because i worked late so i'd be like hey i'm off bartending do you want white or red yeah we drank we we definitely threw back a lot of bottles of wine yeah we're the the worst we enabled each other really badly (laughs) yeah no it's your early 20s it's what you do Exactly. And then also didn't help when we got a fire pit for the backyard. Cause like the one thing I miss about that house, it was the backyard. Mm-hmm. So we got a fire pit for the backyard and like, come on when you, when it's a summer night, a fire pit, like it's, it's just so tempting. Yes. Yeah. You know, I remember. So since we, since I've known you, you've had quite a few different jobs. So when we were, we first started working at the drugstore, then after we moved, <laughs> I started bartending and serving at the restaurant. Do you want to talk about the jobs kind of you have done in the last five years? In the last five years, I was. So following the drugstore, you mean? Yeah. So what did you do after the drugstore? Because it was it was quite a far commute. So you wanted to leave the drugstore. It was it was a really bad commute, especially because it was one of those scenarios where the earliest shift was like a 7 a.m. shift and the latest shift was till midnight. So you'd like your schedule would be all over the place. And then you're like, would not be able to adjust your sleeping, especially because commute on the train late at night is like over an hour. So like, you're just, you cannot adjust your sleep cycle. So I was just really miserable and I was trying to find something to get out of it. And I ended up applying 
to to an adult store that sold adult things for adults, which I got. So I worked both simultaneously for a little while, hoping that I'd get more hours there. Following that, that's actually the only job I've ever been fired from as well. True. That was that was such like that made me so angry when they fired you because that well, that was unjust. Um, I know that they had a really high turnover, like they let people go often and it was often around the same time frame. So I feel like if they were in a position where they didn't think you were going to stay really long term, they wanted to get rid of you before they had to start giving you like the benefits that came along with it. Yeah, that makes that's that's so shitty, but it, it makes sense. It's business. It's it's awful no matter what. Because I remember yeah. you working at that adult store, was, which was actually quite close to the restaurant I worked at. And they had you working long shifts. Yeah, you would work like open to close by yourself with nobody else there like all day. Oh, no. Yeah, no, because I if I worked like the day shift at the restaurant, I'd get off at 430 and I'd text you and be like, do you want coffee? Do you want lunch? Like, what can I bring you? Yeah, she would bring like brownies into this like, I don't know. I don't know what a nicer way to say it's an adult store. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I started probably like it was because I had never been into an adult store before. Like even when I turned 18, I was just I just had no desire. But like I literally went into that adult store like two to three times a week just to bring you coffee and brownies and like sandwiches. <laughs> oh, nice. I know, and you never bought anything. I think I bought one thing once. Like you're ruining her conversion. True. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I guess I kind of was. <laughs> I feel like the only thing you ever bought was like probably condoms. Yeah. <laughs> Fair fair purchase, fair purchase. Yeah, I guess yeah, I'd buy something. (laughs) They were like what thirty cents? Probably, probably pretty cheap. Yeah. Do you do you want to tell any stories about the adult store? Um, yeah. I in general like working there was definitely kind of a weird experience. Um, there were some things about it that were kind of really nice that I liked and there were lots of things about it that kind of made me lose hope in humanity particularly um men of a certain age um oh uh, yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> um I don't I don't know like of course like because of the environment and like being a younger woman you tend to get people who feel like they can ask you questions that are overstepping a line because they're like oh but like I feel like just Being a young woman working in that kind of an environment, I feel like a lot of like middle aged to older men feel like because you're working with stuff that pertains to sex that they can ask you questions that are overstepping like a line where you're like, I'm still here in a professional capacity and it's not appropriate for you to try to ask me like my personal preferences about stuff like it's not appropriate. Just general stuff like that. Because I remember, too, in one of the earlier episodes, we asked you if you're weird when we talked about um, sexual harassment in the workplace. And you talked about a man just calling you on the phone and breathing. Yeah, he did it like all the time. So like all the girls just knew about it. And it was something you were warned about, like literally my first day. They're like, this is going to happen. Could they not just like, like, block the number or did he try to get <sighs> new numbers? Like, I think it was coming from like a, like a blocked number already. Oh, no. Or something. Yeah, or he's sense. like done the thing so you couldn't see his caller id ah um yeah that trying to think about things from it one of like the less savory things that i was definitely less comfortable with is like not all adult stores do it but certain ones do and the one that i worked at did where they do like the peep show oh okay um the peep show is not like how they used to be back in the day where there were actual people there. It's not. It's basically like you pay money and you go into a room and you watch a video. 
interest and people wanted to do that in a public store yeah like there there's like back rooms in the back which i like never had to go into they had a dude who would come in and clean them every week and i never had to go in them every week <laughs> yeah <laughs> it wasn't like something that people used a lot i worked like three days a week and i think there were like two different people kinds of people you'd see you'd see people who would come in the one time and never come back <laughs> and then you'd have people who like you saw consistently all the time i couldn't imagine <laughs> like there's you can be a regular at a coffee shop <laughs> at a grocery store at even like a retail store, whatever. Maybe you buy a lot of things or return a lot of things. But a regular at an adult um, store, that's a, that's a new level. I, I don't know. I did have this one guy who was a regular who was actually super, super nice. He just like would come in on a Sunday late afternoon. I don't know. Like the way I kind of thought about it, because the vibe that I got from him is maybe he's like, you know, he's a family man. He probably has a house full of kids. He has a hard time getting any time to himself. This is just him do what he's got to do. You know what I mean? Like he was a super nice dude and he was always very pleasant and he just would come in and he'd pick out his lesbian porn and he'd go in the back room and he'd be super polite on his way out. And he was just a really nice guy. And you're like, okay. All right. It's you know thing. what? That's fine. It's yeah. your thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> at least as long as you're not, is you're polite and not creepy. That's all you can ask. Yeah. Um, I would also say like another thing that in the vein of like losing faith, in humanity is the amount of men who would come in and know nothing about what their partner was liked. They were just like, well, I want to get something to make it better, but they have no idea. Like you try to like get a general idea of like, okay, well, what kind of thing do you think that she'd like? And they have no clue. They just think anything will work. And you're like, like you're, it makes you really sad. Cause you're like, ah, oh, this woman's having such bad sex. Um, <laughs> I even had a gentleman come in. And I think I spent like 10 minutes arguing him about he wanted to get this like numbing cream. So you can get this like numbing spray that you put on your bits to help you last longer. Oh, interesting. Um, typically, the recommendation is you need to wear it with a condom. Because if you don't wear a condom, you're going to transfer it to your partner. And then like you're lasting longer, but now they are too. Because oh, they can't no. feel anything. Um, but his whole deal was that he did not want to use the condom because he did not want his wife to know that he was using it. And he's like, if I have, if I like, we don't wear condoms. If I wear a condom, she'll know I'm doing something. And I'm like, but she's going to know if you don't wear it because she's going to be numb. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's just, like, like, just, she's your wife. Have a conversation. Have a conversation. Right? You, can't, you can't talk to your wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> like a like a middle-aged man yeah like probably like in his 40s yeah i think you're having bigger problems than your intimate yeah. relationship if you <laughs> your wife. my god yes sir i would um oh what what would you suggest um therapy therapy pretty much therapy. um oh my god although you know what i will give you about your your adult store it was very clean like I'd always I cleaned that every day. Yeah, I was always ever because like some of them look like really like slimy and gross from the outside, but yours was so super clean. Like there was no speck of dust. There was like no nothing on the floor. It was fair. You kept the place tip top. Yeah, I listened to CBC talk radio all day because the music stations just play the same stuff over and over, and I get bored. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Love um, it probably some of the things that were nicer is like I did sell a few people like their first like young women their first toy 
which is kind of like a weird thing to be like, ah, like I feel like I did a good deed. But at the same time, I'm like, you're, you know, exploring your sexuality and good for you that you felt comfortable. And I and I hope that I made you feel comfortable doing it and not made it weird. Yeah, well, you're helping women take ownership of their own body, which is really great. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Kind of th- like the only other thing that sticks out to me that I remember is this one guy who came in who was a bit older than me, probably in like his late 20s. And he came in. Um, he's very nice, dude. Like, we're just whatever. He's just like, oh, making small talk with me while he's going around the store. Like, perfectly nice, dude. And he like picks up this very large, like not even like a bottle, like a tub of anal lubricant. And he comes up to the counter and he puts it down to pay. And as he's paying, he asked me if I want to go for coffee. And I'm like, <laughs> looking at him in his giant tub of anal lubricant. And I'm like, thanks so much. It's really flattering. Um, and I think I lied and said it was in a relationship. But yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> I don't know whether I want to say that's like really creepy or if that man just has like no fear. The sheer confidence. It's like the sheer confidence. <laughs> I will say he did not give any creepy vibes at all. He seemed like a nice dude. <laughs> but I was like, nah. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, thank you. oh my god. <laughs> wow, I love that. So uh, so fascinating. What an interesting world. If only I'd walked in with your cup of coffee at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I would have walked right back. Oh, sorry, like, I already have it. Yeah. Maybe next time. <laughs> uh, so, where did you work after the adult store? Because, yeah, because they fired you, which was bullshit. And then you, oh, was what was the salon next, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I think I went back to working just at the drugstore again full time for a little bit while I was looking for something else. Um, because I was still working there part time. And then I ended up working at a hair salon, a hair and nail salon. Um, as a receptionist, so very similar to the job that you're doing now. I was there about a year. I don't know, like, it was fine. It was probably one of the better jobs that I had in that, like, I generally liked the environment, even if it, there was a bit of drama that tended to spar up. I was usually not involved, mm-hmm. but occasionally involved, <laughs> mostly around, like, scheduling haircuts from the hairdressers, because there's, like, a rotation for it and how I do the schedule and then every once in a while, somebody want to like come up and try to argue with me that that should be mine. And you're like, no, <laughs> it's not. And let me tell you why. I don't know. It was good. I got good perks. I got my nails done when mm-hmm. it was slow. And that was nice. I learned a fair bit about how to properly do highlights and do bleaching. And that's good. Nice. Yeah. No, I remember one time you came home with like one side of your hair was green. One side of it was blue. And I was like, nice. Let's go for dinner. <laughs> Yeah, that was that too. You get your hair done. The nice thing was like, if you booked, you could come in and like book it on a day off and come in to get your hair done. If the person had like nothing booked for the day, as long as you were cool with them, like jumping off to do stuff in between. And all I had to do was pay for the product as long as like the stylist was cool with it. If they were like, yeah, I have nothing to do. Come on in. No, it's definitely a good perk. Because even like I got my hair cut and dyed a couple times while you worked there and I got like the friends and family discount, which was nice. Yeah, no kidding. It was it was. Yeah, it was one of the nicer jobs. Um, I did end up getting laid off just because the salon did not end up having as good a year as they'd anticipated because they were doing really well the year before. And I think that they were they had some staffing issues throughout that year, too, with like stylists moving Mm -hmm. versus they were previously very like stable. 
So I think that with that, like some clients left because they followed the hairdressers and stuff like that. So there was a bit of like that going on and they didn't do as well. So I ended up um, being laid off because they could not afford to keep me on. Yeah, no, that that that's that sucks when that happens because it's not it's 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 hard when you get laid off because you're like, I didn't do anything wrong. But at the same time, like that was also a scenario where it's like, well, it wasn't that you didn't want to keep me on. It was that you could not feasibly see going forward, like that you cannot afford it. Um, I think that since I've left, the salon did change hands within a year or two as well of me leaving. So mm-hmm. I think that they maybe weren't doing as great as I as you would have hoped they would be. Um, one of probably the better perks, though, just to be super cheesy of that job was that through a co-workers how I met my partner because she um, was living in a house with a bunch of international people and he was one of them. And that's how I met him. Aww. And then the rest was love. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about it again in a month. You tell me how you feel. Uh, what are you talking about? I have a boyfriend, a husband, and a partner. Like I love it here. You're so fulfilled. All, all so I'm missing fulfilled. is a girlfriend, and then I'm good. And maybe a dog. <laughs> Not in this I mean, apartment. True. Yeah, you don't have room, girl. No, we're allowed to have a cat, but I don't want a cat. You don't even have room for a cat. True. I don't know where we'd keep a cat. The cat would probably just be like climbing the walls. No, the cat. So we have like we live in the loft, right? We have all these rafters. I can just imagine looking up, and the cat is just like climbing across the rafter. Nah. Yeah. No, thank you. Your cat would so get stuck up there, and you'd like be routinely being like, "Hello, fire department. My cat's stuck again." Like, yeah. It would not be a good time. Oh, no. No It'd pets. be like, Mittens, get your ass down here now. Yeah. <laughs> no pits. No pets. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm trying to think of like other. Okay. So where did you go after, after the salon? It was, oh, I'm trying to remember. I did like two weeks of training for an online uh, shoe wear company. Oh, I remember and that. Yeah. That was weird. It was weird. And like kind of hopefully it went under because the job looked like it was going to be awful because it was basically like doing um, like customer support for the website, which sounded like it was going to be awful. They also like requested based on like when you apply that you put in like your general work hours, like before you had a chance to like Google Maps your commute. And then they were like, well, you put this in so it's locked in for like X amount of months. So if you can't make it, that's your problem. And you're like, oh, my gosh, like. Because I'm pretty sure I put it earlier than I was actually able to make it. But they, like, went declared bankruptcy, like, two weeks after me starting. Dang. That's intense. Yeah. No, it I got, was... like, severance and everything, though, so that was nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. No, it was definitely... It was... Us, like, living together was definitely a very, very strange job of, like, of us doing, like, random different jobs. So I just... I want to... Because I... Because we definitely want to have you back because there is so much more to tell. Like, there's this children's accessory store that I'm sure we could talk about for another hour. Mm -hmm. But but I want to end the interview with today is, what is the best piece of advice someone has ever given you? Like pertaining to work or just generally to life? Pertaining to work, but it could be life as well. Pertaining to work. Okay, the only thing I can think of right now off the top of my head is kind of a joke, but not really... Um, I remember being in film school and having a professor specifically go into a lecture and the gist of the lecture and the moral of the story was, if you're going to do coke, do coke on your own time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think about that. Yeah, that's actually pretty solid advice. Do it on your own damn time. 
Yeah, no, that's fair. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Camille. Thank you for being here today. And we'll have to have you back on because you have so much more experience we would love to share with our audience. I know. I mean, I'm a boss now. We didn't even talk about that. True. We didn't even get there. We didn't. We'll have to next time. Yeah. Okay, guys. Um, thank you for your time. And you guys have a wonderful evening. Thank you. You, you too. Now, Camille, I just have one more question for you. Yes. Can you take my shift? I mean, I really love to, but I have this thing out of town. I can't really talk about it because it's really personal for me. Um, I'm really sorry. Maybe next time. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Thank you so much, everybody, for listening this week. This week was really happy for me because I wanted to have Camille on since the beginning of this podcast. She was actually one of the first people I sent the name of this podcast to. I asked her if she liked... Well, she didn't like my first name of the podcast. I don't remember what the first working name was. Neither do I. Yeah, so obviously it wasn't good because I remember as soon as you said this name, I was like, ah, no, that's that's it. That's the moneymaker because it's it's hilarious. Yeah, no, and I'm very happy that you and Camille both vetoed the first one. Yes. So I guess since nobody can take my shift, I will do the outro. You can follow me at Kelsey Peets on Twitter, me at Kelsey Peets on Instagram, that's how you do the outro, right, Amy? Uh, look, I know we say always be plug in, but since I did the intro, I get, and I will say I did a bang up job. I will do the outro because it's a lot of words to remember all at once, and I've done it for so long now that it's just second nature. So, all right, give her a go. Take it away, Ernie. Thank you. So, thank you guys for listening this week. You can find both of us at Can You Take My Shift? Uh, we are at Can You Take My Shift on Instagram. Give us a follow. We have some fun things coming for Christmas, hopefully soon. December's a busy month, so we'll get to it eventually. You can follow us on Twitter at CYTMS Podcasts. We've been pretty active there recently just because Twitter is my favorite social media platform of choice. So it's really fun to go on there and reply to people and stir up drama for no reason whatsoever. It's just a lot of fun. Oh yes, we've started drama with one Twitter user. Ah, yes. So go there, pay attention. (laughs) Maybe slapping someone with a lawsuit. But I will leave that. That's that's this week's spoiler with no context. Uh, You can listen to us on Anchor on Apple Podcasts. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review or five stars. Both would be lovely. If you only have time to do one, it's really fast and simple to hit five stars. It just gets our podcast more out and out into the world. So we get new listeners because we love to grow and we love to get new fans listening to us so we can give you guys more content. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, and I know it's the season right now. If we're on anybody's Spotify rap, which I know we have been on a couple, please send it to us please tag it to us because i love seeing it i love sending people my spotified rap i'm a loser who's listened to one direction every they're always my top artists they haven't put out an album in four years but i see it every year and i like it's so much fun to see that people are listening to us and you know we've now shown up on a chart of some sort it's just it warms the heart warms my cold ice heart yes and last but certainly not least, you can wa- you can listen, watch us on YouTube. So if you're there, 
like, share, comment, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And also there in December, we're hoping to put up something a little fun and hopefully get some more content out there on the new year. So that was a very long winded outro this week, but that's okay. So I guess, sorry, Kelsey, this week, no one can take your shift. No, you can't take it. Camille can't take it. It's fine. So I think I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call out distressed. That's fair. I think that should be an option, Mm -hmm. especially right now. True. Or I could just not show up and not tell anybody about it. But, you know, you do you. That's a story for next week when we get there. All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system.